Well, it was another busy weekend. Makes sense as there were a lot of Halloween parties and events taking place this past weekend. But Vancouver police were also kept extremely busy as there were five stabbings that all took place in less than an hour. Police saying that officers responded to a triple stabbing. This happened near a bar near Oak Street and West Broadway, Broadway around 1.30 in the morning as well. There was another stabbing on Grand Street that when officers were called to that as they were patrolling downtown, they say they intervened in a large fight on Granville Street in that particularly busy stretch of Granville. Well, let's bring in Stacy Forrester once again. Stacy Forrester is a coordinator with the group Good Night Out. We've talked to her on this program before. Stacy, thank you so much for being with us again. Thank you for having me again. I know that uh, you and the people that uh, you're out with on the weekends, uh, keeping people safe or trying to keep people safe, uh, you're so busy. And I know you've talked about being so busy in the past, but what is it like when you hear about and when you see or witness these types of fights? Yeah, so so we know that Halloween weekend is the busiest weekend um, right up there with New Year's and, and sometimes Canada Day. Um, so we upstaffed this going into this weekend. We had extra team members out in preparation for that. Um, and it, it was much needed. There was higher volume uh, on, of traffic on the GED. In terms of the stabbings, that's, that's a little bit out of the scope of our, our work, kind of. But we, we are there to support with, like, crowd control and supporting people in the aftermath of that. And so... Yeah, kudos to our team for another busy weekend. Yeah. Were any of them close by or did they kind of have to reassess what was happening when they realized that that things or these fights had turned quite violent? Yeah, we, I I mean, fortunately, we're not um, in the vicinity when the fight broke out. But like I said, we're able to support afterwards with the redirection of traffic and trying to get people out of the area. Right. Does it or what does it do then as far as how you respond and and spend your time, especially, I I think, in the the Granville Mall area or the downtown core? uh, When when we see these fights break out and we see a number of stabbings, does it change anything for you or the other volunteers, knowing that clearly there are people at these parties and in the vicinity that that are carrying around knives or perhaps other things that they're using as weapons in these fights? Yeah, I, if anything, it really reaffirms the um, the need for our team and, and the need for greater safety presence, community-based supports in the area. Um, I often think about what it would be like, you know, if our team wasn't out or if there wasn't safety measures in place. Um, it, it is scary. It is concerning. Um, I know it's not contained to the GED. There were incidents across town, but but of course it is concerning as we're trying to really um, change the public's perceptions in particular of nightlife in Vancouver and the Granville Entertainment District. What are the main things then that your team members are dealing with or, or have to, when you, you talk about kind of in the aftermath and that, what are the, the biggest concerns that you're seeing? Yeah, I think in particular with Halloween weekend and even that extends into tonight, um, even knowing our team isn't out, is it's the things that we would see on a normal weekend, but amplified. So a lot of over-intoxication, a high volume of patrons, um, factors that kind of complicate our work. Um, when there's costumes, it's way easier to lose your friends or to identify someone who maybe targeted you or touched you non-consensually. It can make it harder to make a report or identify that person. 
Um, we know that we are seeing an increase in level one sexual assaults in Vancouver and across Canada. So, so the groping type of behaviors that are a lot easier to get away with in large crowds of people wearing costumes. So all of those things um, are things we normally see, but we're kind of amplified this weekend. And I would expect we'll probably continue into tonight. Right. And, uh, you know, that, that I mean, it's, it's sad, but I guess it makes sense that, that if somebody is going to do that or, or thinks that it's OK to do that, you put a mask on them and it probably gives them just a, that more sense of that they're going to get away with it. Exactly. Exactly. That element of, of again, being anonymous and being able to hide in a crowd. Uh, and you talked as well. So uh, dealing with, with over intoxication. Uh, and have you noticed an increase in that as well? We have. We actually, since we we restarted when nightclubs were able to open, um, so you know, going on eight months ago now, I think, and we have been busy out of the gate. There's been there was kind of talk of it being a roaring twenties as we move further away from the pandemic and, and restrictions, and that has been absolutely true. That our data has shown that we've been consistently been about two hundred percent busier than pre-pandemic. So. So kind of the overdrinking, the lots of traffic, the businesses being back in full force, the nightlife establishments, um, and this was really amplified again this weekend. Hmm. And do your volunteers are they generally well received? That people understand that they're they're there to help and without judgment, and they're they're providing this service, or is there a bit of pushback? No, no, our team is really well received, especially now that again we've been out for for several months consistently. Um, people seek us out. They know to look for the team in Peach when they are being made to feel uncomfortable. Um, they know that we're kind of this beacon of of support in the area. Um, we no longer get confused as a bridal shower party, but rather a fixture for safety in the GED that is really important. Oh, that's a good point that you made. So uh, remind us again, and I know you're out on weekends, so your team won't be out tonight uh, on Halloween night, but on weekends you're out. What what do people look for as far as your team and if somebody wants to flag down a member of your team? Yeah, so the team works midnight to 4 a.m. between Robson and Drake. So they will often split up into pairs and each take one side of the street. And if folks need, you know, anything their phone charge, they need help finding their friends, they want someone to wait with them for an Uber, they've had some, you know, concerning behavior, been made to feel unsafe, they just need to look for the team. They wear these pink high-vis vests, they kind of glow, they'll have pink backpacks on, um, and they are there to support you in the public realm. We aren't inside the venues, but you can um, step outside into the public realm. The bouncers also, all of them should have a direct line to us, so if they're at a venue... Um, and, and they want support, they can ask the, the bouncers at the venue to text us. Wow, that's, it's such a great service. And it's all volunteer, isn't it? We operate on a volunteer basis. So the team, the team members are offered an honorarium, which is what 80% of our funding goes to, is to give them an honorarium to you know, compensate them for this very <laughs> kind of taxing work. Um, and then the other 20% goes to the supplies we give out. All right. And uh, and how are you for volunteers as far as you still have a good number of people doing this? We have had an increased uh, in uptick in volunteers. We were struggling for a little bit because of the pandemic. I think all volunteer-based organizations experience volunteer challenges during the pandemic. Uh, but we are back up to sustainable numbers, um, which is really exciting for us. All right. Stacy. thank you once again uh, for joining us, talking about what a busy, busy weekend it was. Good to talk with you again. Likewise, thank you so much for having me.